Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Maciel Davila Ferrer. And welcome to our program. We continue on our series, Trusting God's Way. We have been all around the wilderness. We got crossed. Yes, we've been desert, river, battles, yeah. big walls. It's we are everywhere. Now in the promised land. Yes. And we are actually going to a new stage in Israel's history because now their leader, Joshua, yes. is about to die. Yes. So at the end of the book of Joshua, we have a very interesting segment in the Israel in the Israel history, right? Yeah, he's reviewing the things that have happened. He's kind of giving his final thoughts like Moses did. Yeah, and I think it's it's, uh, it's good to every once in a while pause and look back. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you ever do that? That you, you say, okay, yeah, I realize that during those times, definitely God was with me, and and that is going to help me for the future. Absolutely, I'm a big journaler. I love to reflect, oh, really? and I love I love oh, to write to see what God has done. Because sometimes I feel like I'm standing still or I'm not growing. Mm-hmm. But when I look at uh, even as a young girl when I moved to Canada, the fear that I felt and and growing up into that, accepting Jesus in my life for the those, first those were time, pillars of your yes, faith. The, different like, moments, key moments, and particularly for me when I was 19, my dad passed away, oh. and and. God carrying me through the years after that into the fullness of my adulthood. I was 19, and so I was so young, and it changed the way that I looked at God, but I saw that He carried me through the darkness. Yeah, so it's, it's very meaningful moments in our lives that when we realize that God miraculously is sustaining us. Yes. Uh, I always tell people to make a life chart. Mm-hmm. I've done that uh, myself. You know, when the, one day I did, uh, you know, a line of my life, and then I put dots, specifically in some years, where I realized that I went through very difficult times or very exciting times or times of decision, when I realized, okay, I remember saying, okay, God was with me at that time, and He was with me at this time, and He was with me at this time. And those become the pillars of your faith. Your, your monuments to God, yeah. where you look back and say, well, He was with me all this time. He's not going to leave me now. And you know? how important are those moments when you feel like He wasn't there or you don't see Him, but we can remember, like yes, Israel was exactly. encouraged to remember exactly. where He had helped them in the past. Yeah, and this, this chapter 24 in the book of Joshua will be that time when Joshua will review Israel's history. They they will, you know, take the covenant again. They, they will go through the whole covenantal mm-hmm. history. They will say, well, this is what we're going to do. And then before we go to the book of Judges, which is going to be our next segment in the series, we want to pause for a moment the way they paused. Mm. And uh, Joshua chapter 24 will be this review that Joshua yes. does before he dies. For this new, not so new generation yes. anymore because yeah. they've been through a lot now. That's right. And, and I love the fact where he gathered them to do this. So Joshua chapter 24 verse 1 tells us where they gathered to do this review of history to remember. So why don't you read it for us? Then Joshua assembled all the tribes of Israel at Shechem. 
he summoned the elders, leaders, judges, officials of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. Shechem is a very important spot uh, throughout the Old Testament uh, for many reasons. But yes. in this case, uh, they're going to um, renew their covenant with God. Well, Shechem was the place where the first covenant between God and Abraham took place. Yes. So if you go back to Genesis 12, verses 6 and 7, it will say that God had given this covenant to Abraham about his descendants, and all these things that would happen, it happened in Shechem. Yes. So how appropriate now that they're going to review the covenantal yes. history to meet again in Shechem. What a significant thing. And yeah. Abraham could have never pictured the reality, the, the vast numbers yes. of his descendants that are here. You know, sometimes in our lives, we have these full circles mm-hmm. that happen. And, and I have had a few full circles in my <laughs> life. And I think most of the full circles, we will get them in heaven. But yes. uh, in this case, they're standing in the very place where they original covenant was given mm-hmm. in regards to Abraham's descendants. Yes, yes. And now they're there. They're possessing the land. Yes. The land has been distributed, you know, and it was a fulfillment of that covenant hundreds of years before, right? And imagine to look back at what they've seen and what they've heard because they haven't seen the whole history. And I think sometimes, that, like you've said, we need to mark those moments yes. to look backwards and, pause and, 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 and remember. really see. And Absolutely. it gives us courage for the next thing. And so uh, Joshua said to all the people in verse Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, from ancient times your fathers lived beyond the river, Mm -hmm. namely Terah, the father of Abraham. And Mm -hmm. then he goes on to say the whole story. Starts with Abraham. He will go through Jacob and Moses. Mm -hmm. But there was something I noticed that really caught my attention and is all the times in which God says, I did this. Yes, yes. And he does it in different verbs. I took your father, Abraham. I led him. I gave Jacob. I sent Moses. I brought you out. God is so active in our lives. Yes, yes. To the big one, I gave you land. This is what he has been moving towards, moving them towards, to a place where he can give that. And I think to a place where we can accept it. Because we've been talking about the reality in some of our previous shows, Mm -hmm. the reality of that openness that God is giving, but we have to claim it. Yes, And so I I like it when God, and there's several chapters like this in the Old Testament, where God said, okay, I'm going to sit down for a moment. I'm going to show you the movie of of your life. (laughs) And this is nothing like they happened by chance. This was something that I uh, actively did for you. And so he starts by saying, I took your father Abraham from beyond the river. I led him through the land of Canaan. Verse 3, I'm in Joshua uh, chapter 24, verse 3. And I multiplied his descendants and gave him Isaac. I gave Jacob to Isaac and I sent Moses. So um, do you think God is really active in, in our lives? I think so. I know that I wouldn't be who I am or be able, like even ministry, even the day in and day out of ministry, a Monday to Friday for me is possible only because he's active in my life. Yeah. And I think sometimes we don't see ourselves with this great patriarchal, like with the, the sweep yeah, yeah, of story yeah, yeah. that they're living. But the truth is we're here because of that yes, too. Yes, right? and he is there. He's active it, in yeah, my life. Yes. Absolutely. You know, when I was going through hard times and most of our audience knows that about 20 years ago, I went through difficult times and, um, 
I had this this little keychain that I carried with me that said, I don't know the master plan, but I know the master planned it and mm. I am included. Yes. And, and that's very important for me because I don't know the master plan. Yes. But I look back and I realize the master has been with us since the beginning of the world's history. It's not just in my little tiny itty bitty life here, yeah. but the whole chain of events, the redemption history. Yes. And that's why it's so important to, to look back and say, okay, God has been with us. He's not going to change now. He's going to be with me now, and he's going to be with me in the future. And we so quickly go to that thought, don't we? Like, he's showed up, but maybe he won't show up this time. And he has in the past. Why we panic so much, uh, and we need to remember, like, God has been encouraging Joshua and the nation of Israel. Uh, Be strong. Don't be afraid. Absolutely. And so he not only does the very ancient history, but Mm -hmm. then he gets closer to them. He says, I brought you out of Egypt. And then what the point you made on verse 8, I gave them the land because yes. the land was a gift. Yes. I destroyed the people um, that were there. Uh, it, it was not because you were mighty in the army that you won all these battles. In right? fact, you were very small. <laughs> yeah, you were very. And then specifically on verse 11, now it's getting closer to history. Then you crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho. The citizens of Jericho fought against you and did also the Amorites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hittites, Girgashites, Hivites, and Jebusites. But I gave them into your hand. And by the way, this list of the seven nations is a very important one because we keep having this list throughout that there were going to be seven nations and God was going to displace them. Yes. Um, And he says here, verse 12, and I even sent the hornet before you, uh, like, like, you know, the resources that God had in order to make history happen. Yes, yes. You know, all of nature. He could yeah, just, yeah, yeah. as at his Sometimes disposal. it was hail, sometimes yeah. it was hornets, sometimes it was rivers, <laughs> all kinds Seas, of... Seas, all of it. Exactly. And it says here in verse 12, it was not by your sword or your bow that this happened. It was not because of these things. It was because I gave it to you. Mm-hmm. And read verse 13 for us. So, that is kind of the summary. So I gave you a land on which you did not toil and cities you did not build and you live in them from and eat from vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. Yeah, so it was not because of you. It, it reminds me of this verse in Zechariah 4, 6. It says, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. This is this didn't happen because of you. It happened because of me, says God, right? And like in the wilderness, food and shelter. He's been taking care of all, all of the it. The whole thing. All of it. Yeah. So it was time for them to renew the covenant with God. Um, Joshua was about to pass away, and he said, okay, today you have to choose. This is the second of Joshua 24 verses 14 mm-hmm. uh, on it says you have to choose and then Joshua says by the way I already chose yes. and this very known sentence yes but as, as for, for me and, and my house, house we, we will serve, serve the Lord. Lord. That was so cute what we yeah. did this there. We didn't even practice it. <laughs> no. It's, it's so important to know, okay, so this is what we're going to do, and I'm going to do this. Now you get to choose, yes. Joshua says. Yes. And what did they say that they were going to do? Uh, and that's in verse... Yeah, we have verses 18 on. Three times they answer, we will, we will, we yeah. will serve it. Yes, we they, will serve. They, they're not even realizing their weakness. Mm-hmm. They're so sure that they're going to be able to serve the yeah. Lord. And, you know, he, Joshua keeps saying, you know, um, he's a jealous God. Yes. Are you sure yes. you're not going to steal it? No, we, we got this. And right? then and he throws in there, well, then get rid of your idols. Yeah. Because you still have some. He wouldn't have given them that advice if he, they That's didn't right. still have them. And when we get to the end of the book of Joshua, um, it says that um, of 110 years old, Joshua died. 
This is the only time, verse 29, that Joshua is actually called the servant of the mm-hmm. Lord, which was the title that Moses used to have. Yeah, right? Several Alex, times it was yeah. mentioned. But mm-hmm. only uh, Joshua only has it this time. Mm-hmm. And it says that they buried in Shechem the bones of Joseph. Yes. Which I think is a fantastic um point because... It's one of those full circles <laughs> that you were talking about. Exactly. Because, you know, if you go back to Genesis 37, Shechem was where the place where Joseph went to visit his brothers. They had yes. moved to Dothan, which is right next door. All that area where he was taken into slavery yes. became the inheritance of Joseph eventually. Can you Jacob, imagine? <laughs> Jacob gave it to Joseph as yes. an inheritance. And here at the end of Joshua, they actually bury his bones in Shechem, in the place where they are renewing this covenant. Amazing. And after the book of Joshua, we go to the book of Judges. And Israel, thinking that they were going to actually um, you know, keep this covenant so well... They yep. get into this cycle yes. in the book yes. of Judges. Yes, is a, is absolutely. A, yeah. When they're not quite doing what God, they're not finishing the task. Mm-hmm. They're not not doing the thing that they're supposed they, they to supposed do. To, and they go through this cycle. They they go into apostasy, mm-hmm. and then they get oppressed by their mm-hmm. enemies. Then they cry out to the Lord. And God delivers he them. He always delivers, even though this is a pattern that they've established. Yeah, and that He keeps persisting after yes. them. You know, the persistence of God is something that amazes me. And <laughs> I know that He needs to be pretty persistent with me because I, I, you yeah. turn in the wrong direction a lot of times, but yeah. He's always coming after me. So we're starting this new part of the series where we will have the judges, these deliverers um, that God will send, and we're going to study four of them very specifically mm-hmm. in the book of Judges in the rest of the series. But this cycle is. It's very important to know because sometimes we say, well, we have gone away from God and now we're getting the consequences of that. God must not want me anymore. And the book of Judges shows, look, in the moment you turn towards God, yes, He takes you back and delivers you and hopefully you'll stay. You won't go into the cycle again. Yes, yes. But even if you do. Every time you go back to God, He will deliver you. Yes. Uh, He's active in our lives. He is there in the past, the present, and the future, no matter how many times we're trying to thwart His plans. Exactly. And and the truth is, they only had peace during the periods in which they followed the Lord. And when they did apostasy again, they didn't have peace again. Yeah, because when we really, really wrap our heads around that God's presence is what's going to give us peace, yes. then we can face the, the giants in the wilderness. Absolutely. And I always say to people, don't forget, peace is not the absence of trouble. Peace is the presence of Christ. And Jesus himself gives us a wonderful invitation saying, I want to give you this so that you uh, have peace. And this is what he said, John 16, 33. These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus101institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus101media. Until next time, live free. Woohoo!